Hello from Geelong in Australia to you wherever you are in the world. My name's Kat and I work at the Institute of Positive Education at Geelong Grammar School. Today we're focusing on gratitude. There's so much research about the power and importance of gratitude. In some ways using gratitude is the ultimate strategy for well-being because it strengthens relationships, it connects us to a sense of purpose and accomplishment, it's a positive emotion, it mindfully engages us with what we're doing. It can be recognition for what someone has done for us. We might have gratitude for a physical thing, like a present or a good meal, or for less tangible things, like health or our community. Gratitude helps us find joy and satisfaction in what we do have, rather than feeling sad about what we don't. It can be an antidote to entitlement. Gratitude is a feeling that what I have is enough, a contrast to our world of advertising and algorithms that tells us to upgrade, Look better, feel better, be better, buy more, spend more, use more. Gratitude can help us take stock and connect us to goodness, which is something we all need right now. No matter where you are in the world, this has been a year of challenge. If we're using our strength of gratitude, we're taking the time to reflect on the good things we have or that are happening around us. It's really more than just saying thank you. That's good manners and totally prompts us to feel a speck of gratitude But really using this strength is more than that. It's being really aware of what I have and how or why that's benefited me, really sitting with that feeling. When we use our strength of gratitude, we might also be using our social intelligence or humility, realising that we benefit from the work of other people. For some people, this actually prevents them from using their strength of gratitude or seeing it as a strength. They can feel less self-sufficient if they express gratitude almost like they're not enough without the help of someone else, or that they now owe that person something in return. This is a pretty interesting idea to explore, I think, with people who struggle to see gratitude as a strength. We all work so hard to stand on our own two feet, to be strong and capable. Gratitude helps us realise that we can rely on other people. We can be gentle with ourselves. In our school, we define this strength as being aware of and thankful for the good things that happen in your life. Gratitude is a choice as well, which is incredibly powerful. I can choose to be frustrated with my neighbour's loud music, or I can choose to be grateful that I have a house and that they do turn the music off at a reasonable hour at night. A trick I learnt recently is the idea of saying I get to instead of I have to. So instead of I have to wash the dishes, I get to wash the dishes because we had a nice dinner and I have hot running water and so on. It's such a little mental trick, but I find it really does help me find my gratitude in my toolbox when I'm feeling a bit annoyed. So gratitude is a choice. I can lean into this, intentionally pick it out when I'm tired or scared or sad or frustrated. Gratitude is grouped with other strengths of transcendence, like spirituality and hope. It's about connecting us to things that are bigger than ourselves. Gratitude creates ripples through a community. I wonder if you can reflect on the examples of gratitude you've seen in your neighbourhood or workplace recently. If you're interested in some activities that support using and recognising this strength, something that can be done with people of all ages is a gratitude journal. You might have even tried this before. This is where you write down three things every day or every few days that you're grateful for. An important thing to include is why you're grateful for them or what it means that this is in your life. It's not just a dot point list, but it prompts us to think more deeply about how we've also contributed and how we're connected to other people. 
I remember when I was really little, maybe only four or five, we did this with my mum before we went to bed and drew pictures of the good things while we talked about them. A slightly more involved version of this that works well with adults or older kids would be to write a gratitude letter and post it to someone else, maybe even read it aloud to them. In our office, we have a gratitude coffee mug. It gets passed around anonymously from person to person with a little note or something small like chocolates. I wonder if there's something similar you could do in your home or office. It's almost like a secret Santa, but about something that someone does that you're grateful for. The other one that works really well in your home, office or classroom is a gratitude jar where people write down things they're thankful for on a little piece of paper and pop it into the jar. You can open it up when you need to be reminded of the good things or maybe have a celebration where you plan to open it. And of course, if you're about to have a tricky conversation with someone, a student, a colleague, maybe thinking of something you're grateful for in that person before you engage in that conversation, that challenging situation, can be really powerful. We know that gratitude can really support that web of interconnectedness that exists in communities and help build a sense of responsibility and a desire in people to be kind and helpful. Really young kids, under seven or so, they're still learning to feel this side of gratitude. And so it helps that we teach them about the way we feel about gratitude or lack of gratitude, rather than just talking about manners and politeness. There's a danger too with gratitude of ignoring the bad things that are happening, of discounting the challenges by saying, oh, I should be grateful for what I have. First of all, we don't should on ourselves. As I've said before, a lens of strengths or a strengths approach, it's an invitation to see the good as well. We know our brains will naturally always see the bad. That's our inbuilt negativity bias. Choosing to focus on gratitude is another string to our bow of how we see and interact with the world. I hope these ideas about gratitude have been helpful, maybe spark some inspiration for how we can strengthen our communities by recognising this strength as we go through our days. Remember to click through and look at the show notes, which have a summary of the activities we've mentioned here and links to other resources. Please do rate and review and share this podcast so others can find it too. And I look forward to talking to you again when we explore another strength of character, a tool we all have to support the good in the world.